want it to get too heavy and feel really overloaded. Start recording. Yeah, All right. You gotta go after this, right? Yeah, I gotta go. I have to um balance a budget for. I'm opening a library. And I have to buy all of the technology. I have to go to the pawn shop and buy, because I have basically no budget. I have to go to the pawn shop and buy a bunch of old computers uh, for the kids to use to play Minecraft on. I don't even know if Minecraft runs on old computers. What's up? What are you looking at? My uh, wires over there are kind of weird. It's a weird setup. Anyway, I think you did that. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I probably did. Did I mess something up? No, not really. It's just kind of not really. So I did. Belt. I did mess something up. The power belt is a little off the ground, and it's distracting. Anyway, is it supposed to be? It was on an angle when I when I plugged this in. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't really matter. I, I'm just kind of distracted by it. I'm not really upset about it. It's not a big deal. Okay, glad we talked about this. Now I don't want this hanging over our heads the whole episode. Yeah, just like simmering tension, you know. Yeah. About the wires. Anyway, I've been to Texas. You didn't know I went to Texas? I don't remember. I don't know. Whenever I hear someone's going on a trip, I just think about how I want to go on a trip. Yeah. And I completely zone out on where they said they were going. So I just filled in. I probably thought it's filled in like, oh, yeah, he went to New York City where I want to go. Yeah, I don't, I'm like, uh, whenever I've taken trips in the past, I don't usually mention it to anyone keeps it mysterious that's like dan just said he's going away for a few days and he came back and not, he didn't talk about what happened anyway yeah i went to austin san antonio a few years ago yeah enough about your trip let's talk about what my next big trip's gonna be all right where are you going i don't know that's why that's why i said let's talk about where i should go i really want well, to go to me and katie should go japan yeah that's nice too They've opened uh, travel back up in Japan. Uh, Although that would require you to get a passport and a visa. Yeah, you just want to send me where you want to go? Dan wants to go to Ukraine. And I'm going to make you strap a GoPro to your head (laughs) and live stream your whole trip to me? Yeah, that's uh, what all those walking videos are. Yeah, basically. There's a lot of cities in America I'd like to go to before I... I remember you... go to England. You wanted... that's not a city in America. It's not a city in America, but it is like a place outside of America I'd like to go to. Like where in England? Uh, London or Manchester. Yeah. Both of those seem like sad and kind of shitty, but probably I not. Heard London's fun. Probably not that different from here. You heard London's fun, fun from who? Someone who'd been to London. You know someone who's been to London? Yeah, we both do. Who? Aaron's girlfriend. Oh, yeah. I think I remember mentioning that. Yeah. She said most of England's like country, so London's kind of... London seems like a sad, r- more rainy up. city. Well, that's kind of what I like about it, too. Speaking of which, it's, you're, Seattle. You're I'd basically, like to go recreate Fraser in Seattle. Yeah, you, you want to go to England. You want to go to Manchester so you can live in a Smith song, basically. Yeah, I kind of said Manchester because I, I just know a, a <laughs> band I like is from there. <laughs> So like I guess it's, well there was like a lot of bands from Manchester right for a little bit yeah, there's the Smiths the Stone Roses Joy Division yeah then oh shoot we gotta talk about New Stone Ro- we gotta talk about Stone Roses when we get to rock news by the okay. way remind me but um okay 
Yeah, no, I kind of want to check out England too, but it's not like a vacation destination for me. It's like if I wound up there one one day, that might be kind of fun. Ireland, Mecca. Yeah, <laughs> yep, the motherland. <laughs> the motherland. I gotta get back to the mother. Got my get my head right. Yeah. Go to Dublin. <laughs> um. Um. Boston, also Mecca. <laughs> literally, every time my dad would sit, be like, "Hey, where do you guys want to go on vacation this year?" I'd be like, "What about Boston?" He's like, "Why do you want to go to Boston?" I'm like, "I don't know. It's something to do." And I am curious about Boston, but I feel like I get there and be like, eh, "We went to Niagara Falls like three times instead." Maybe your dad has a body buried under the Niagara Falls that's that he's checking on. <laughs> that's why you guys kept going? That's got to be it. Uh, anyway, Seattle. Yeah, that'd be cool. I don't know. Obviously, Los Angeles and New York City. Austin would be cool. Yeah. I've been to Austin and Los Angeles. Before lockdown, me and Katie were going to go see... Uh, we wanted to go. We were saving up to go to Atlanta. That never happened. I've been to Atlanta. Yeah. Kind of. I've been to the airport in Atlanta. Not in a layover. Me like that. I, well, I got there and then someone came and picked me up. I'd like and to go back to Chicago. That's right. Yeah, me too. I haven't been there. You've been there more recently than I have. 2017. Mm-hmm. Kind of a long time ago, actually. That yeah. feels like a long time ago now, doesn't it? I was going through my desk. Think about it this way. Yeah. 2017 to 2022 is only two years off of the same lifespan of the band Nirvana. <laughs> wow. 2024. That's like the lifespan of that band. Nirvana. And to think Nirvana formed when they were all 12 and 13. Right. So by the time Kurt Cobain was legally an adult, he was six feet underground. And already addicted to heroin. No, I think he that happened before he died. He was actually straight edge. He was faking. <laughs> he was like, oh, my stomach. Uh, <laughs> hey. He was just like eating way too many gummy bears or something. Calling up reporters being like, I could pay the $2,000 to have you killed, but I'd rather do it myself. <laughs> you ever heard that clip? Yeah. <laughs> it's a wild clip. Yeah. No, he was eating all like. No disrespect, but that is a why He was wilding on that one. He was his stomach hurt because he was eating way too many like um, do, like dollar store candy bars. He was eating too many wild potato chips. Yeah, and then Courtney brought home a bag of like uh, uh, Cape Cod kettle chips. You know the ones that are like four dollars instead. And he was like, "This isn't who we are. Take these back." Mm-hmm. Courtney loves school. Oh, we already talked about that a couple weeks ago. Um. I'm gonna go as Courtney Love for Halloween. I think I was. I woke up on the couch today and was thinking about that. Do you want to be Courtney Love for Halloween? Yeah, for like a second, and I was like, eh. I might be involved in a for work a group costume. I might be Blossom from the Powerpuff Girls. Damn, man, they oh, got you. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe I was thinking I'd do Brick from the Rowdy Rough Boys. Or you could do the really cool leader of the Gangrene Gang. Uh, he's like the the really skinny one the dark the one who looks like hair. an abusive boyfriend yeah <laughs> if your boyfriend looks like this that's a red flag <laughs> yeah exactly if your boyfriend looks like the one that's dressed like the hunchback in Notre Dame that's a good guy yeah yeah uh <laughs> but yeah I um I I do really I man 
I feel bad because like I was really dragging my feet on going to visit my brother in China mm-hmm. before the pandemic. And now that the pandemic's happened, I'm like, I want to go to China so freaking bad. Yeah, but he's coming back soon, right? Well, I know he's tight. Like, I don't, I don't want to disclose. Uh, you know what? Actually, let's not disclose Brian's information here. <laughs> I just realized it's a bad idea. We don't want to talk about the status of his immigration application. Um, fair enough. So let's talk about something else. We that's the travel segment of the show. Well, we I took finished. you on a trip around the world. I could probably go to Cleveland. That'd probably be an easy trip. I, I was, I, I was kind of thinking about wondering where Cleveland's like. I've never been. Everyone I know has been there. To Cleveland, and I know it's probably not that great. It's not, but Cle- it's an easy trip. Cleveland is like um. It's probably the coolest place in Ohio, right? Uh, I don't even know. Heard Akron's kind of dope. Col- Columbus, maybe. I don't know anything about. I want to take the Jeffrey Dahmer reality tour. Yeah, yeah. I'm watching that show. I mean, Toledo's not that bad. Yeah, uh, I guess. I don't know. My only th- whenever I think it's Toledo, I just think about like uh, I don't the Toledo Torpedoes. I think they're a college team. <sighs> that was so. I almost spilled this coffee on my laptop. That yeah, was that so close. The episode. I think they're a college football team, and my dad was like, "They're basically a glorified fucking high school team." <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny to me. They got the Toledo Mudhens too, which I think that'd be fun if we went to see a Mudhens game sometime. Yeah, I've seen them. Oh, you have? I yeah. have two. It's just been a long time. I've also seen the Walleyes. It's like a hockey, minor league hockey team. Dude, what are we saying? Ohio is horrible. Why are we being sympathetic to Ohio? I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I mean, we're better than them, but... uh. True. We can't keep our stars. It's you the ever way... think about that? What do you mean? Our stars don't stay in Michigan. Okay. Uh, Jack White is trying to be like a Nashville country <laughs> guy now. He's completely reconned his life. Now? You mean like 12, 15 years ago? You know what I mean. And like, ever since. It's been a slow progression. That pisses me off. You know, he's like, no, I'm just a Nashville country guy. No, I'm just a simple Nashville Monopoly owner. Yeah. Well... I'm just a simple record presser out of Nashville. This is Jack Watt speaking to you. Well, it's weird because then I feel like around 2016-ish probably he's like, you know what, I kind of miss being a Detroit guy now. Now that Detroit's back on the come up or whatever. Yeah. So then he opens through the records. Speaking of Detroit, I do want to talk about someone. So let me put this in the notes. Uh, Danny Brown lives in Austin. I mean, he has a. I think that's the thing with a lot of Detroit celebrities. Like, they have plate. They have a place here, but they primarily live somewhere else. Yeah, Paul Schrader. Where does he live? Hollywood. I don't know. He should live here. Hey, in Downriver, Michigan. Yeah. So we could hang out. Yeah, we could hang out with that very fun man. I want to hang out with Paul Schrader so bad. Yeah. Why? I, just think I don't be, think I do. Yeah, no, come on. It'd be you and Paul. Hey, pause real quick. I got to pee. Okay. Unless you want to wild out about why you want to hang out with Paul Schrader, then we can come back to this conversation. Okay. You go pee. I'll keep uh, flapping my gums. No, Paul Schrader, the king of alienated white guy cinema. 
I think would be just a barrel of laughs to hang out with. I mean, he he is the quintessential epic old man on Facebook. So so much so that, you know, someone made the Paul's Facebook post Twitter account dedicated to his posts on Facebook. For those of us who don't want to use Facebook. But uh I'm I'm ex- I'm ready for his new movie. I just I just rewatched First Reformed, which is amazing. Um, even better the second time around. <clears throat> David's peeing in there it reminds me of a scene in First Reformed in which uh, Ethan Hawke starts peeing blood, um, because he has a uh, 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 cancer, I think. But it might be because he's he's making these goofy cocktails where like and I wonder if this is like a Paul Schrader uh essential on the cocktail list. So where you take uh scotch, it's equal parts scotch and Pepto Bismol. Um where I guess the idea is that it's like you're balancing out the distress you're causing to your stomach lining from the alcohol with the Pepto Bismol. So you don't have to take it afterward. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, that is along with other great cinematic cocktails. Like, um, well, I just watched an episode of Kids in the Hall last night where they're making... Man, David's taking a while in there. They make uh, it's like Gatorade, rye whiskey, and then a bacon garnish. Something uh, I think David might like. All right, he's back. That's my dream. I want Paul Schrader to be a guest on this podcast. That'd be funny. Or if not this podcast, we make a we, we make a podcast dedicated to Paul Schrader. Didn't your and brother want to do that? Did he? I think so. Hmm. I'll have to talk to him about it. That'd be cool. And then last episode, we talk about whatever new movie he has coming out. And he's the guest. Mm-hmm. Because he's been cranking him out lately. I don't yeah. know if you've noticed. Compared to... He had a big, pretty big gap there from in like the late 2000s, early 2010s. So yeah, he did Doggy Dog. But even before... I think his last movie before that was like 2007. Or something. Well, he did Dog Eat Dog. And then what did he do after that? What year was that? Like 2014 or yeah. something? He did uh, another I haven't seen it, movie that I don't think anyone really saw. And then First Reformed, which revitalized his career, in my opinion, and in the opinion of many. Card Counter. And then Card Counter, and now Master Gardener. Kind of amazing that he got a second win this late in his career. Oh, before Doggy Dog, he did The Canyons, oh, which was yeah. fucking awful. He really had to wash his mouth out with that one. Which is so sad because it's like two of my favorite like artists artists collaborating to make dog shit. A match made a match made in heaven to make yeah one of the worst things I've ever seen. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I don't know anything about it. I know about it, but I haven't. I don't know much. Yeah, I think we went through on this podcast a while ago the like crowdfunding uh, rewards yeah. for people who crowdfunded that movie. Do you remember this? Oh, there was some crazy stuff in there. There was one that was like personal fitness day with Brett Easton Ellis where like 
you and Bryce Nellis go with his personal trainer and like train for a day or something. That's if you donated like twelve hundred dollars or something. You think Bryce Nellis is jacked? He's probably been jacked at various points in his life. Not jacked, but like at least in pretty good shape. Hmm. You think he is now? I think he's probably getting there again. I think for a while he kind of let himself go. But... Yeah, because when he was on the the was it white? Yeah, the press tour for that. Yeah. He looked bad. Yeah. I think he's been getting back in shape. It was bad all around. His media appearances were terrible. Yeah. He chose the worst spots to go. Uh, all right. That's a... Moving on? Weird, yeah, we'll move on. What, what, what? What's next on the docket, David? Um. Oh, my story at the bowling alley. Okay, David's on a bowling league now. No, this was uh, not league night. Oh, okay. This was the night before I went bowling. I went two nights bowling in a row. Wow. Yeah. Um. It was just a friendly meetup, pickup game, if you will. And then it was us also, like, at the lane next to them. And then the lane next to them, it was a couple. And uh, the, la- it was, the lady was obliterated. Raging drunk. Oh, okay. Bowling horribly, like doing that bowl where you walk up to just about the line and just kind of roll it from there. Mm. Uh, her score is like a 37, like on the like sixth frame. <laughs> and she's like turning around. At one point she turns around after like hitting like maybe like three pins. He's like, that's how you do it. Oh. <laughs> you know? I, I, I got caught a look at her, her feet where she's not even wearing bowling shoes. She's just wearing Adidas. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> And, uh, you know, we're all kind of like, this lady's a mess. Just screaming, woo, the whole time. I go up to roll, and I get a strike, and I come back, and I'm like, hey, that was pretty dope. Hey, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And everyone's quiet and staring off in the distance. I turn around. The drunk lady is, like, on the ground, her head in the gutter. Oh. She fell. God. And blasted her head on the divider. Jesus Christ. And she's down for the count. She's not getting up. And uh, her husband or boyfriend is there trying to, like, wake her up. She's not responding. He's, like, can't even roll her over. And she has dyed red hair, but for a second, it looked like there was blood trailing down on the ground. Oh, my God. And uh, the manager, who's this real ghost of a man, comes over, like, definitely looks like he has, like, zero upper body strength at all. Um, He comes over and tries to help. Together, somehow, they manage to get her up. And uh, they're sitting with her for a while and uh, <clears throat> talking to her, trying to see if she's okay. The lane, they shut down the lane, obviously. They were done. Uh, so they're getting up, getting ready to leave. Uh, the guy has her effeminate backpack on to help her Wait, out. Is she conscious? She gets back to consciousness, yeah. Okay. And he's like, he's like, uh, I guess she goes to use the bathroom before they leave. So he's waiting outside, which I was like, I don't know if you should let her go unattended to the bathroom. This is me. And he's standing there. And then I turn around 10 minutes later. He's still standing there waiting. And I guess what I didn't see is at some point, like a little girl went into that bathroom. And neither of them had come out. Oh. And it wasn't until like uh, a woman, uh, presumably, I thought she was like a work. Like, so I thought she was coming to check on him. A check on uh the lady i thought because she, she i guess she worked there so she's coming in to the bathroom and i guess 
I found out later that that was uh, the little girl's mom coming to look for her. So she comes in, and then she's in there for a while. And I just hear the guy saying, like, Honey, are you all right? Are you okay in there? You all right? And then finally the other lady comes out with her kid, and the kid looked fucking horrified. (laughs) Like, like just... The complete op- I guess like someone said like yeah she looked like pretty happy before going in there and uh what do you a kid like <laughs> huh how can someone make that judgment that a kid looks happy I mean yeah who cares but like definitely better than she looked going in uh, coming out yeah uh and then like five minutes later the lady finally comes out and they leave but like at what cost yeah at what cost a simple bowling night. Welcome to the Twilight Zone. <laughs> I don't know. What if instead what if of throwing the ball, you throw your fucking skull? Um, well, that story was kind of depressing. I thought it was very funny, but uh, that's just me. Uh, you didn't tell it like it was a funny story. You told it like this is this this woman this miserable woman's downfall. This is how you do it, Dan. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. Uh. Yeah, what else do I got in the notes? And then I then I liked that you had the uh you had the strength to go bowling a second night <laughs> in of a course. row. I bowled uh pretty good. I think I got like a one thirty six the first game. Not very good the second game. One sixteen to close it out. Yep. Um, and then there's this. Okay, let me lighten up the mood. Okay. There's a scenario I've been thinking about for all week, and it's been making me laugh. So imagine this picture. Welcome to the Twilight Zone. In a world where you're sitting on the couch. Mm-hmm. In a home shared by you and your wife of three years. You're watching TV, remote in hand. Your wife comes up behind you, puts one hand over your eyes, and drops something in your lap. She removes the hand. You look down and see a positive pregnancy test. She says, honey, we're having a baby. You get up, throw the remote down. That baby ain't mine. That <laughs> 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 sounds like a great episode of The Twilight Zone. Yeah, it does. <laughs> a world. Welcome. To the Twilight Zone. In a <laughs> world where you, as a married man, are going on the Maury Poppet show. <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, listen, honey. Or should I call you bitch? I sat on my balls so hard three years ago that I can't produce sperm anymore. I sat so- on a closed toilet. <laughs> I've done that. Uh. Yeah, why? Oh, I was dark in there. Um... I think I was coming home from somewhere and I had been drinking mm. and I didn't, I was like, I don't care about turning the lights on. I'll poop in the dark. Mm. And I like, had already taken off my pants and went to sit down and the toilet lid was, uh, uh was down. So I like crushed my balls against my thighs <laughs> in my, uh, toilet seat. And you're like, well, I'm already sitting down. And then I made like a Tom from Tom and Jerry's. <laughs> 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 
made the goofy noise. <laughs> the goofy scream. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's better, though, than, like, the, both seats being up and you just, like, shatter your, your pelvis on, like, the the glass bowl. What are you talking about? Like, both... How would that even happen, Dan? But how would both seats be? If you're a, a, a man in the house, leaves the thing open. Doesn't it's not put a down mad a, womanly right now, Dan. I'm just saying it could happen. I'm just trying to be... But an, how would you hurt your pelvis? I'm trying to be an ally here. Well, maybe you have such wide hips that, like, they they come down on, like, each side of the toilet bowl. You just get a new hip. Try getting new balls. <laughs> <laughs> you could get um, uh, prosthetic testicles. Now I'm thinking of a situation where, like, there's a new genital surgery. Unhappy with your your genitals? Come on down to Wacky Willie's genital surgery. And someone's like, finally I can turn this one inch penis into a eight inch monster. <laughs> he goes down and is like, oh, uh, actually we kind of leave this out of the ad, but we can only do work on your balls. Can't right. really do anything with the penis. We don't have the technology here. But uh, do you want like big old orbs? We can do that for you. He's like, well, I took the money out of my account. Slap him on. Slap him uh, on. Got two pomegranates down there. <laughs> What's the uh, the crotch like the the rise style for a pair of pants to accommodate that? They've got to be like very very low rise. <laughs> yeah, I think. You're well, I a guess like Jenko jeans kind of guy at that point. Yeah, I guess you adapt the um. You know, you're familiar with the drop crotch style. Kind of. Where the 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 rise starts like midway down the thigh. <laughs> They're called drop crotch pants. They they were kind of a, a popular thing like uh, hmm, six or seven years ago, I guess. Not hmm. popular, but like in high fashion, it was definitely a thing. Oh, so people like the lead singer Dive are wearing them. Uh, sure. Hmm. Remember him? He's not the one who posted on 4chan, was he? No. No, he was not He was not based. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. What was that story? What was his, his issue? Um, I think he posted on the music board a little bit. Something to do with Grimes, right? No, that's Ariel Pink. But I thought... You know, I don't know. I may, I may be mistaken. Man, what an era that was. Yeah. All right, let's talk about something else. Yeah. Uh, Why? Is that depressing you? No. <clears throat> I got a couple things here. We could go into rock news if you wanted. Okay. Time for rock news. What do we got? You said you had something about the Stone Roses. Yeah, I did. I didn't look up anything about rock news. I just put it in there. I try. I I checked um, my usual sources, and um, there really wasn't a whole lot of compelling rock news this week. But I will say, have you heard about Ian Brown's? You know, Ian Brown, the singer of Stone Roses. Sure. He's been touring for the first time in a, in a little while, and he does not have a band with him. It's just him and a backing track. 
And it's just him on stage with a microphone. Like, no set design, no... Just really bare bones. Him basically doing karaoke. It's John Mouse. Kind of. But I guess people Running are... Running back and forth in the, st- in the stage like a maniac. Yeah. What was up with that? Like huh? the song. Maniac. Uh, I don't know. That was funny, though. Um... So yeah, Ian, a bunch of, he's only doing a UK tour, but a bunch of British people are like, what in the fuck is he doing? This is the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And they're posting clips. And to be honest, like he does sound kind of shitty. He sounds like he's barely trying when he's singing. And yeah, it's just him with the microphone. What do you think about that? And he doesn't play Stone Roses songs. He just, he has his solo work. Um, which is kind of uh, I like hip hop based, I guess, a little bit. So mm. it kind of suits that style, but still. I think uh, I won't be going to that show. That's <laughs> what I think. But you just said you wanted to go to the to England. That doesn't mean I want to see Stone Roses. Not, not see, even Stone Roses. I want to reenact my favorite movie of all time. Which is? Mr. Bean's Christmas. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's uh, Last Night in Soho. Nice. No, it's uh, the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movies, both one and two. <laughs> okay. No, I remember when two came out, I was like, damn, I got to see that. One was so fucking good. <laughs> That was the best movie I've ever fucking seen. Wait, dude. which movie? Sherlock Holmes. Oh, yeah. Are those good? I've never seen them. When I was like 14, I thought that that movie was great, and I was smart for liking it. Hey, who's Jared James Nichols? I have no clue. Okay, says he got attacked by a drunk driver, but he's fine. Like by a drunk driver, he parked the car, got out of the car, and attacked him? Last night after my show in Portland, my friend Jesse and I were involved in a hit and run by a drunk driver, probably. We were stopped at a red light and were plowed into the back of his car by a truck doing at least 40 miles per hour. It's not that fast. (laughs) That's Besides some serious whiplash and being in complete shock, we were unharmed from the accident. Before we knew what was happening, the driver jumped into the back of another truck and they sped off. What? We ended up calling the police and letting them know what just happened. Uh, Narc. Something. Oh, while waiting for the cops to arrive, the getaway truck reappeared to come get some things out of the now totaled vehicle they had left behind. The getaway driver locked eyes with me and pulled a handgun out of his waistband. He proceeded to put in a clip and load around in the chamber. I immediately put up my hands and said, please don't shoot me. I then started to run the opposite direction as he drew his gun at me. I was waiting for the sound and the feeling of a bullet. At this exact moment, a squad car around the corner, lights blazing. I'm screaming, he has a gun. The sight of the police thankfully scared him off, and he didn't pull the trigger. Without the Portland PD coming at that exact moment, I felt certain that I would have been shot for literally nothing. And then he said, thanks thanks to the cops. Well, you know, I think I would let my ACAB principles, um, I would sacrifice my life to, to uh, you know, protect uh, my principles. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I would say it was cool that that man was uh, driving like that. 
Look up who that is. I'm curious. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. What's this on? Classic Rock Central? If we had a pro- see, if we had a producer, then they could uh, be looking this up. Um, okay. American blues rock guitarist and singer from East Troy, Wisconsin. Born in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Isn't that where... That's where Kesha's from. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's uh, one of those, like, random solo blues rock guitarists. Oh, he makes music like... Like a Gary, Gary Clark Jr. or whatever. Basically, Blues Hammer from Ghost World. Oh, he's like Steve Buscemi in that movie. He's like, uh, the police showed up, like, oh, you're a musician? What's your favorite music? Uh, definitely, uh, I like jazz, classic jazz, ragtime. Uh, okay. Hmm, that's a sexy green cardigan you wear. <laughs> Rumored $500 million. Oh, blue! Ha- I forgot about blue hammer. Blue hammer. Yeah. yeah, they're pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, so another story in rock news: rumored five hundred million dollar Pink Floyd catalog sale may be jeopardized by Roger Waters' political comments. What were his comments? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Something cool. The other band members must be furious. One of the sources said. Nice an anonymous source commenting yeah. like something that anyone could literally say. I'm now speaking as a taxpayer in the United States. We are the most evil of all by a factor of at least ten times, he said during the conversation. We kill more people, we interfere in more people's elections. We, the American Empire, is doing all this shit. What's with his fucked up grammar here? But is we is doing <laughs> <laughs> We is doing all this shit. Um, I mean, is he wrong? Who is going to buy the Pink Floyd catalog? <clears throat> is he struggling for money? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Is He's not wrong. I mean, like, How buy is, the fucking cat. Who's not going to buy it? Because they're like, oh, that's spicy. That's too spicy. Yeah, people are out here trying to buy the <laughs> Michael Jackson catalog. Yeah, it's like, oh, he said that? All right, looks like I'm going to buy the the R. Kelly catalog instead. <laughs> looks like I'm going to buy um, Miramax instead. The Cure debut new songs during first concert in three years. Hmm. That's cool. Oh, this is the story I wanted to talk about, though. When one of Stephen Van Zandt's heroes pulled a gun on him. Who was it? Uh, probably Christopher. <laughs> um, Freddie King. It was Johnny Sachs. Who was Freddie King? You don't know Freddie King? Who is that? I don't know. <laughs> well, he pulled a gun on Stephen Van Zandt. That's pretty dope. Unless it's a funny bit. They're mentioning the Beatles later in this article. Was it the Beatles? Here he's talking about Ringo Starr. I knew him before he quit drinking, and you know. He could be a touchy guy. Mood swinger. Then he cleaned up his act one day just like that and became the nicest guy in the world. Touchy-feely kind of guy. <laughs> he was obsessed with uh, Stephen Van Zandt's hair. 
He kept trying to take his uh, bandana off. What are you hiding under there? Yeah. Did I ever show you that video that was like uh, dripped out Ringo Star? Uh, no. I'll show you later. Oh, yeah. Also, Radio Against the Machine canceled their tour because that security guard, like, fucked up Zach De La Roca's knee. Really? Yeah, someone charged on stage, and then the security guard tackled the guy, and then it they tackled him into Zach De La Roca, and Zach De La Roca fucked up his leg. Zach De La Roca not made for the NFL, it sounds. <laughs> Speaking of the NFL... You know anything about Dan Campbell? Uh, no. Cool first name, though. Uh-huh. Uh, he's the new head coach of the Detroit Lions. Okay. This guy's a fucking beast. What's he doing? Um, he really wants to win. And let me let me get this quote going. Me and Dylan were ta- Dylan was talking to me about him the other day. He has this awesome. I guess this is from his first press conference as head coach. Dan Campbell kneecaps quote he said we're gonna kick you in the teeth and when you punch us back we're gonna smile at you and when you knock us down we're gonna get up and on the way we're gonna bite a kneecap off we're gonna stand up and it's gonna take two more shots to knock us down and on the way up we're gonna take your other kneecap and we're gonna get up and it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. <laughs> Say read some other quotes. Okay, everyone's obsessed with the Army Hammer being a cannibal. I think we should keep an eye on this guy. No, I think we should let this guy do his thing. <laughs> he, he's striving for dude, glory. I love doing shots, falling down, and then uh, eating someone's leg. When you guys I assume come that's out the kind of shots type of intensity about. like we talked about and transfer your energy... By the way, okay, they had some drops. They had a lot of drops. Some people would say, you got to catch the ball. I would tell you, transfer your transfer energy without physically even touching them. <clears throat> Things like that happen, guys. I don't know what he's talking about there. but uh, <laughs> It's transferring energy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like some Dragon Ball Z shit. Thank you. He's, oh, he probably has a, um, what's it called, a person who does holistic healing. Here's a picture of him. He looks cool. He looks like my kind of guy. Oh yeah, he's really wide. Yeah, but yeah, he has a uh, someone to come and do like Reiki energy healing on the players after games. True alpha. Well, here's what I would say. But here's what I would say about the true alpha. A true alpha knows when it's time to concede for the betterment of the team. And so I would tell you, one way or another, there's already been a couple of things where it's like maybe we don't. You see it a little more this way. I see it a little this way. We haven't had one problem, and we're not going to have a problem. I don't know what that means either. <laughs> He's saying that, what does he mean? He wants a whole team of alphas? That doesn't really make Ooh. sense. Isn't there like an alpha, like one alpha, and then everyone else kind of follows the alpha? alpha team, honestly. Okay. Um, Pat Lyon, here's something. I'll tell you what I would really love to do, just in general. I've talked to Lyon's owner, Sh- Sheila. Uh, about this I don't think we're going to be able to do it but I would love to literally just have a pet line just a legit pet line on a chain a big ass chain and he just he really is my pet 
walk <laughs> around the building. We got to go out to practice. We're in seven on seven. We're behind the kicker. When he's kicking, we're just there we are. It's nice to have a coach who cares. You know? He does care. That's what I think is so <laughs> cool about him. They're going to feed the lion all the imagine knee- if you know, all the kneecaps took- they're collecting from the other players. Imagine if this guy took the Lions to the Super Bowl. I got to ask you. Because I know you don't like football. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of – I don't really watch it myself, but uh, the Lions won the Super Bowl. I'm going to say this is a hot take. If you're from Michigan and the Lions miraculously winning the Super Bowl does nothing for you, either leave <laughs> or kill yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Huh. Yeah. Like, if you don't think anything of that, Get the fuck out. Yeah, well. <laughs> Still think about Dan Campbell's pet lion quote. Yeah, that's a good one. That's, I mean, imagine if every team got a pet, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Oh, the eagles, the guys walking around with an eagle on like <laughs> <laughs> The dolphins, that would be kind of tricky. I watched Team Wolf the other night. Uh, also, the Minnesota Vikings. I don't know what that was. <laughs> uh, technology will catch up one day. Oh, dude, he's got uh, Skarsgård from the Northmen mm. on a chain, <laughs> dragging him around. He's like, "You don't understand. I'm just an actor. Shut the fuck up. You're the fucking Northman, dude." Uh, yeah, like I watched uh, Teen Wolf the other night, mm. and the. The two basketball teams in that movie are the Beavers and the Dragons. The Beavers. Yeah. That is a terrible mascot name. Mm-hmm. I mean, once Michael J. Fox became a wolf, they want they kind of they I kept th- the name Beavers, <clears throat> but they have a wolf mascot now. Hmm. I thought the Pelicans was a bad one, but the Beavers. Yeah. Not great. How do you feel the Pelicans is a team name? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, no, that's not a good one. I mean, that's kind of like name being named the Blue Jays or something. Yeah, but they have a great logo. Yeah. Or, or the Orioles. Being what named like the the Finches. We or... love the Orioles. We do. Well, we love their logo. That was one of those memorable Tigers games I ever went to. Was like the Orioles losing thirty to like five to the Tigers. Thirty to five. It was it, it was You're lying. No one's ever gotten. It was really bad. The, who lost? The Orioles. Oh. Okay. Got annihilated. Yeah. Left a gape by the Tigers. Yeah. Maybe I'll see if I can find the game. Look 30? at the final score. Yeah, look that up. It was getting like we left early because it was like not <laughs> fun to watch at a certain point. <laughs> And there was one dude decked out in Orioles gear who, like, was just sadly walking uh, home. To Baltimore. Yeah, me as well have been. Uh, let's see. This one was uh, 12 to 8. I think that, earlier that what I said about the Detroit Lions somehow winning the Super Bowl. I think I was possessed by the spirit of Dan Campbell there. (laughs) Yeah. Something like that. Dang. That was, 
a weird game too because after we went home a foul ball landed directly where my mom was sitting like it hit the chair damn how did you know because we taped the game how did you oh okay i guess you could figure that out uh, okay, it wasn't thir- it was like 17 to 5. 17 to 2. I think this is the game. I didn't even know baseball scores could go that high. <laughs> yeah. Yep, 17 to 2. That was an early game. Uh, it's kind of like it how in my head uh when I uh Throughout my entire childhood, I forgot what the actual score for the 04 final game was, uh, NBA Finals. And I was like, yeah, the Pistons beat the Lakers like 120 to 34. <laughs> it's like, that's not even possible. <laughs> I mean, it's possible, but like they would have to really, the Lakers would have to really fucking suck for that to happen. Yeah. You're um, not possessed by the spirit of Dan Campbell. You know, maybe we can talk about movies or something. We could get Dan, we should get Dan Campbell on the show. Let me look up my notes. I feel like there's one more thing. Oh. Oh, you wanted to talk about a certain yeah. Netflix series that doesn't exist yet. Well, as everyone knows, Netflix is slowly becoming the serial killer streaming service. You know, they had bi- they did big business with uh, Ted Bundy. They got the John Wayne Gacy. They just put out that blockbuster John Wayne Gacy series. This past week, Netflix has uh, rebranded um, their uh, motto. Some of you may be familiar with Netflix and chill. Now, they're going more for Netflix and kill. Yeah. Basically. (laughs) Don't leave. Said we're just going to watch the Ted Bundy series. Take a few photos. Anyway, that's enough of that. Um, Yeah, they got the Big Dahmer series. And now, like not even two, like a full two weeks after that launch, they're doing a docu-series on Jeffrey Dahmer which if you ask me is overkill um one might say wait what hold on what is the new Jeffrey Dahmer thing it's a dramatic series yeah oh I didn't realize that and they're doing another doc they're doing a docu-series yeah 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 Uh, in the same way they did uh Ted Bundy where it's like based on tape conversations someone had with him Yes, that's just exhausting. It's exhausting for me because I'm gonna watch all of it. But uh, <laughs> they did another one. They did so they did conversation with Ted Bundy. They also tried John Wayne Gacy out for a run, but it was only three episodes, and I don't see uh any dramatic because se- they did the Ted Bundy tapes and then they did that Zac Efron movie or whatever. That was kind of lame. Um, what yeah, is it? that shit sucked. E- extremely wicked or something. <laughs> <laughs> Twisted um, and wicked. Yeah, th- yeah, that's what it was called. Uh, so they did the same thing for Dahmer, but backwards. Um, and then they had that Son of Sam documentary, the Richard Ramirez documentary. How now? With Ted Bundy and Jeffrey Dahmer, it seems like maybe the reason they wanted to make series about them is because people think they're hot. Now, how do we get a body-positive, sexy John Wayne Gacy series off the ground? 
Mm. You know? Who do we cast? Uh, we go James Corden? Or maybe go more of a Tim Dillon route. It's like a cute big guy. Do we go Joey Coco Diaz? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Jesse Plemons? Yeah. I want. I want to hang. Speaking of people, we want to hang out with. I want to hang out with Jeffrey. Just not Jeffrey Plemons. <laughs> you want to hang out with Jeffrey Dahmer? No. You. Yeah, um, fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Whatever happens, happens. That's all I got on that. That's that's a viewer. That's a listener participation uh, yeah. bit. Submit ideas how we make John Wayne Gacy sexy. Yeah. How we make people want to fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we dial it. Maybe we do bring in some bisexual lighting. Maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe we get Tyler the Creator to do the score. Mm-hmm. We make him a clown <laughs> at all times, so he's just like. Yeah, Tyler oh. the Creator is gonna be so down. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we loved your work on the animated Grinch movie. The 3D animated Grinch movie. We loved Loiter Squad. We'd love you to bring you in <laughs> for this. Same energy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just think of this as Loiter Squad, except it takes place in the 70s. It's a dramatic series. <laughs> um, and it's a true crime it's series. It's about a white guy. And it's not there, and it's not that funny. Yeah. Well, though, it's a clown, so maybe. Maybe we make a slapstick, because he is a clown. So maybe every murder is an accident. Yeah. Those shoes. Um. You could do a scene where they're like, get out, Gacy, we know you're hiding in here. And his shoes are sticking underneath the curtain or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> he's, trying to, he's trying to hide when he's squeaking everywhere he moves. <laughs> uh. hmm. I, lo- I can't believe I can't think of anyone to play him. James Corden. Uh, what about uh, Dave Batista? Yo, he's big. He is big. He might be too big, actually. Yeah, but he's gotta he's gotta play him like his character from WWE. Mm. So he's always like roar, r- yelling. He's about to kill someone. He starts shaking ropes that are inexplicably <laughs> tied to his walls. He's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I watched that trailer. He for kills the- him with a Batista bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we talked about that M Night Shyamalan trailer Damn. last week. Yeah. That yeah, it looks pretty good. <laughs> I love that they're trying to hide that it's Batista's big ass. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you see him from afar. It's like I know that's Dave Batista. <laughs> There's no other human who looks like that. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. I watched that new Super Mario the f- Mario movie is trailer. It, oh, is Bob Hoskins in it? Nope. Mm. Chris Pratt voicing Mario. Y- are, do you know the lineup for this movie? No. Chris Pratt is Mario. Charlie Day is Luigi. Jack Black is Bowser. King, not King Kong. Donkey Kong is Seth Rogen. <laughs> Cranky Kong is... Uh, Who's Cranky Kong? It's like the old version of... It's like Donkey Kong Tarampa. I've never heard of this character in my life. I only know Donkey and Diddy. Yeah. I don't think Diddy's in it. And Kegel, Keegan, not Kegel. <laughs> Kegel Michael <laughs> Key is a uh, toad. Oh, Anya Taylor Joy is Princess Peach. Also, see Dan, classic for getting the women. 
the only woman in the movie, seemingly. Hmm. People are mad that Mario doesn't have an ass, and also that uh, he just sounds like Chris Pratt. That he's not doing an accent What's or anything. Wrong with people obsessing over animated plumber ass. It's a movie for babies. Yeah. It's by it's a instant illumination movie. This is like minions shit. It's kind of like how there's like an argument about the new Little Mermaid. That she's not little enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's <laughs> the big mermaid. It's a fucking. It's a whale. The title is a fucking lie. It's a monster movie. She's a normal sized mermaid. I don't really see what the big deal is. Yeah. England's being terrorized by a. Uh, uh, a mermaid the size of three killer whales. Yeah. Anyway. I, I'm on like a right wing talk show being like, yeah, I'm with you guys. What is up with the new little mermaid? It's more like big mermaid. More like, yeah, regular sized mermaid. Yeah. What's just, up with the title itself? The little I just mermaid. totally don't She's understand. Like a regular sized woman. What they're mad about. They yeah. just have me on because I'm like, yeah, I'm with you guys. No, but it's like I see all this discord, all these like, you know, clapping back stuff. It's like. Are we really going to argue about a movie made for children? It's not made for you. It's for little kids. It's for little girls. Yeah. People are like, why is Ariel not white? And it's like, why are you going to watch this movie? It's for little girls. And then, and then um, like, people uh, clap back like, oh, yeah? Well, you know who else wasn't white? Jesus. And it's like, or you could just say, oh, yeah? This is a kid's movie. Yeah. Just drop the kids off at the theater. You don't have to see it. And you don't have to attend them to the movie theater either. Yeah. Movie theaters basically... They don't come back. They don't come back. That's just how it goes sometimes. Like you di- win some, you lose some. You win some, you lose some kids. That's life. Yeah. That's life. What else? As long as Genie's blue, that's all I fucking care about. <laughs> they couldn't even get that shit right. Was he not blue? No, he was blue. Okay. I was going to say, because I thought I saw one picture where it's like he's not blue, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is pissing me off. Uh, Yeah. Team Wolf, kind of a crummy movie, by the way. Circling back to that. Hmm. Have you seen it? No. Ooh. Speaking of Netflix originals, I watched Blonde over the weekend. How was that? I liked it. Yeah. I yeah. heard someone complain. I heard like people are upset about it because it like uh, takes liberties. Yeah, I mean it's based on a fictional book about her life. Hmm. So you're saying the people complaining are illiterate? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, probably. I I don't know for sure that they are, but fucking idiots. It. I mean, it's definitely like if you want like a movie, a good movie about Marilyn Manson, not Marilyn. Manson. I don't want that. <laughs> Yeah, one day you'll want it. Uh-huh. As long as it's kind of like uh, they give him like the weird Al treatment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they get someone like they get James Corden to play Marilyn Manson or something. Yep. Um. No, it's uh. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Did I ever tell you? I used to, this is unrelated. Uh, I mean, you said Marilyn Manson. I ever, did I ever tell you about how I used to be friends with like some of the old members of Marilyn Manson on Facebook? No. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Uh, and the <laughs> keyboard player who was always too nervous to add on Facebook. Oh, okay. His profile picture was literally, like, I guess because he had a very, like, not very chill departure from Marilyn Manson. He got screwed out of, like, millions of dollars or something. Mm. So his profile picture was Marilyn Manson, but, like, 500 pounds. 
<laughs> like he had no chin. <laughs> it was like really bad. So were you friends with who? Were you friends with Twiggy Ramirez? No. Hmm. No, he's too big. Um, <laughs> that's cool. Did, yeah, no, did that's they have friends. a lot of friends on Facebook, or were you part of like no, an exclusive group? I I don't really know. Um, I guess I was only friends with two of them on Facebook. The original guitarist, who was probably the most normal guy. Hmm. Like, completely removed from his time in Marilyn Manson. He wasn't even a metalhead. He liked, like, Sonic Youth and the Pixies. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. He actually died uh, recently, uh, five you, years ago. You saw on Facebook that he died? Yeah. I had to send my ups. Big ups. R.I.P. Um, some of his family members of Joker is like, hey, guys, I'm fucking dead. Yeah. Post. Um. <laughs> no, and that's no, how you find like out that he's dead. like, Marilyn Manson also made a post about him dying. Um, you know he's a piece of shit, so he was like, "Good, I'm glad he's." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the drummer who kept messaging me. Really? Yeah. What was that all about? Nah, he was a message, but he used to say like, "Hey, handsome" to me. Really? Yeah, I think I was like 14, so I think that man was a. Pe- oh no. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, I, I thought it was weird at the time, but looking back, it's like, why was he fucking with me like that? Did you message him first? No. No, I made, I just added him, and then he started messaging me. Did he ask for pics or anything? No, no, nothing like that. He just sent, like, hey, handsome one time. Hmm. And he'd poke me on Facebook a lot. Really? <laughs> what the I don't know. He liked a lot of stuff I post. Have you ever told anyone about this? No, this is the first time I've ever actually... <laughs> What the hell? I kind of forgot about it until I started talking about that. Oh, my God. Marilyn Manson's old drummer was trying to you, David. I think so. What's this guy's name? Uh, his stage name was like Sarah Lee Lucas. I don't remember his real name. Maybe he wasn't, but that's how it reads to me in hindsight. Sure. Uh, Let's see. I'm looking him up. I see him here. Uh, Sarah Lee Lucas. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. So he was the one who hated Marilyn Manson is what you're saying? I think every member of his band at one point did. Because he was... It looks, it looks here like he's calling Marilyn Manson a pedophile. Ah. Yeah, so, this is rock news again. Yeah. Me too. Oh, hmm. There's the... Uh, is this a Marilyn Manson fan board? Turn it to me, because I'm not getting over there. It's echoingthesound.org. Hmm, I don't know. He's one of the only ex-colleagues to be like, yeah, Marilyn was a, a creep. Um, Wait, to denounce Marilyn Man... Oh, I think West okay, yeah. Borland also He's said He sided that. with his accusers. I think West Borland from Limp Bizkit, who also played with them for a little bit, also said the same thing. Really? I think. Someone did. I think it was West Borland. Because he was only there for like a little bit. Yeah, he's uh, this guy's kind of under the radar. He doesn't really. I think he still tours a little bit, like with a different thing. 
Okay, I didn't even know. I was like, what is his name a play on? That's Henry Lee Lucas and Sarah Lee. Interesting. Can't find any de- any uh, what was in- his? incriminating details about this guy, but... Maybe it was just me. <laughs> he decided to give it a try. He's like, yeah, this isn't really working out. <laughs> He's not messaging me back. He left <laughs> me on red. <laughs> He's like too embarrassed to... I said, hey, back. Yeah. I could see you doing that. Yeah. They're like, oh, hey. Oh, 14, probably exclamation point in there. <laughs> I, I said I was big on the exclamation point at the time. Yeah. Before I realized how fucking lame that is. Yeah. Excitement's lame. Where do we go from there? What else? Do, oh, I watched. You ever see the movie Lake Mungo? Wait, we didn't really uh, get into Blonde. Oh no! Yeah, I kind of wanted to talk more about Blonde. Yeah. You have any interest in watching it? Yeah. It's. A very weird kind of fucked up movie. It's like, um, it reminded me a lot of Mulholland Drive when I was watching it. Okay, I can see that. Not as good. Um, but people are really fucking hate this movie. And I'm just here to say, I think it's kind of good. Mm. And I get why people are mad about it, but I think they're just maybe looking at the movie the wrong way. Or they just wanted it to be something else, something that it isn't. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff working against the movie, even. I mean, the dude who directed it's the uh, Andrew Dominic. He did like the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford or whatever. I thought that movie was supposed to be good. Yeah, I know. I've heard it's good. I haven't seen it, but anyway, it's that guy. So the whole movie is like visually very interesting, kind of dreamy. It's based on the book Blonde by Joyce Carol Oates, which is a fictional book about Marilyn Monroe, where like everyone in her life is not That's an old bitch, right? Yeah, <laughs> she be she be old. Um, and no one in the book is referred to by their actual name. Yeah. So just if you kind of have to put together like who people are by like their occupations and relations to her, like and who they look like. Yeah, like in the movie, Bobby Cannavale is Joe DiMaggio, but like they never say his name. It's always like the baseball player. Uh, he's in a bunch of shit. He's because I'm picturing Bobby from Sopranos. <laughs> nope, not him. <laughs> okay, that's insane. Uh, I can't believe him as a baseball player. Yeah. Um, and then Adrian Brody plays Arthur Miller, who is the only man in the movie who's like a total sweetie. <clears throat> Total simp? No, no, he's kind of like uh, like a good guy, but not a simp. Hmm. I heard there's a scene where uh, JFK E-pars Marilyn Monroe. Is that true? What does that mean? Let's spell that backwards. Yeah, that's I, I didn't. That's kind of wild. That part was know, that man. part was really uncomfortable. Yeah, that sounds pretty uncomfortable. Um, that's also wild. That it's like, cause I. I think I've heard that rumor before. Yeah, like the way it's presented historically is like they had a consensual like fling or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like the movie at least portrays that he really abused his power to get to Marilyn Monroe. I think I'm actually thinking of a different rumor that Frank Sinatra and Sam Giancana took advantage of Marilyn Monroe. Okay, those two aren't referenced in the movie whatsoever. Okay. Um. 
Charlie Chaplin Jr. and Edward G. Robinson Jr. play a big part in like the first act of the movie. Um, there's a part people are mad about that they say the movie is pro-life because her fetus is talking to her. Hmm. And I'm like, you're you're mad that... You could make that argument about Juno as well, though. Or Knocked Up. Or not, yeah, pretty much any movie about, any drama about pregnancy, you could say is pro-life. And I've, I've, I think it was Knocked Up specifically. Um, I was listening to the commentary on where they were talking about, it's like, yeah, a lot of people ask, why did she get abortion? Well, if we did that, we wouldn't have a movie. So, <laughs> there's your answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think the movie works in that way anyway. But, uh, and it's not like anyone, like, what the her character has agency in the movie. It's not like she's forced to keep the baby in any way. Yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, it, if anything, it makes the movie more realistic. I think. Yeah. Um. For characters and their their circumstances. But yeah, blonde is. Uh, I don't think. I think that's maybe. I don't know. I don't think that's what they were going for with that. I mean, it's just like a really strange movie, and I think it's meant to be like showing her struggle with mental health it's and empty. yeah. So I, I'm not going to get too much into it, but I, I think it's maybe being misread a little bit. I mean, it's, it's definitely understood. not like you know. I don't know. I think the impress uh, the impression I got is that she always wanted to have a baby, but it never worked out. Yeah, and like she has a reason for not keeping her baby the first time. I don't know. There's, there's like a few, she had a lot of miscarriages in her life. So I read that, but she also had like a condition where she couldn't carry a pregnancy to term and the movie kind of doesn't address it in that way. But I think also there's some wiggle room allowed with a fictional, with a, with a novel based on her life kind of. Yeah being adapted into a movie in 2022 like i think you can take some liberties with the material for the purpose of like the story you're trying to tell which is that like uh norma jean or whatever her name is norma i can't remember her actual name i think it's norma jean like didn't recognize herself as marilyn monroe and so that's kind of a big theme in the movie is that like marilyn is kind of one person and norma jean is a different person so I don't know. I think there's like, it's like a really, I think it's an interesting movie. Hmm. <clears throat> I liked it. It's a tough watch. Like it's, it's a hard sell. Like I'm, I'm not recommending it to anyone, but if you're already interested in it, I wouldn't say not to watch it. Okay. It's also long. It's almost three hours. So it's a bit of a commitment. I liked it though. Speaking of movies based on books, based on people or novels based on people, you have any interest in, I guess, either the book or the movie of Primary Colors? Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. That's the... No, I'm thinking of something else. Primary Colors is the book of uh, Joe Klein, I think his name is. He was, like, on the staff for the Clinton administration. And then, like, the mid-90s, he wrote a book anonymously based on the Clintons. Really? Yeah, it was a novelization, but all the characters are basically Bill and Hillary in them. Hmm. And it's, like, about, like... The more seedier... Hey, calm down, Noodle. It's like the seedier <laughs> elements of them. I think the movie John Travolta plays Bill Clinton. Really? I could be wrong. Interesting. But I watched a trailer 
a while back. So my memory of the trailer is hazy, but I'm pretty sure John Travolta is BC. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. John Travolta is just fun. Literally anything he's in is funny. Yeah. Except for Blowout. Except for Blowout. Uh, have you been watching any seasonally appropriate movies? Not really. Mm. I mean, I was in September, but now it's like, God, what do I watch? You know? Mm-hmm. Like, last month, what did I watch? I watched... Or even August. I watched Dawn of the Dead. I watched Halloween. I watched New Nightmare. I watched... Well, those three. But does the new Halloween movie come out? To this month. It's, oh, it's I next... I think it's I today. think it's next weekend. Yeah. I'm going to go see it. Hopefully, it sucks. Today, though, I am going to be watching some seasonally appropriate stuff. I'm going over friends. We're watching The Monsters, which... I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I found out that movie's 150 minutes. What? Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. An hour 50. Okay. <laughs> that's a little better, but... That's st- still very long. That sucks. Because I think we're going to watch that first, and then we're going to watch the new Hellraiser movie. I'm sorry. About both? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not a Hellraiser fan, though. I like Hellraiser. I like the first two, anyway. Um, but... I feel like I'm going to get through halfway through the monsters and I'm just going to start being like, can we just fucking watch Hellraiser already? <laughs> <clears throat> it's going to be like, it's probably going to make Hellraiser look, well, I don't want to make claims about a movie I haven't watched yet, but. I mean, I heard the new Hellraiser was like fine. Hmm. I think it's interesting that they're taking an, it's like a completely new start. They're making Pinhead more it's, like was, they are in the book. Are you, are you saying it's a reboot? I'm saying it's a reboot. And I'm saying... What a concept. What a concept. It seems like it's supposed to be closer to the book, though. I think. Or how, or Pinhead is closer to the way they are in the book. Okay. Yeah. I don't care. Well, fine. Fuck, I won't talk about it. <laughs> you just Wait, like the no, old Hellraiser. Oh, damn it. What? This is something we could... I mean, we can still talk about this. The freaking... I'm just stalling at this point because I don't want to do my homework. <laughs> um, when we were talking... When we were assigning archetypes to horror series last week... Yeah. I talked it over with Leela. We figured out some more. Okay. We'll talk about that and then let's cut it because I got to piss. Yeah. Again? I do. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but I do want to talk about this topic. So, we decided... Friday the 13th jock franchise yeah kind of nightmare on elm street art ho um child's play stoner juggalo Juggalo. yep uh saw normies i was gonna say incel but okay okay uh scream we did mention was hmm like film nerd I guess mm, I was gonna say cool kid who's not a jock okay what about Halloween uh, that one I was like okay. that's Matthew McConaughey and Dave's confused <laughs> you know what's See, what I, I like about those high school girls maybe Halloween was more like incel now I'm going with Saw okay what about paranormal activity Saw so- 
This is your, this is Saw. <laughs> oh, great. Every day you get new pussy. This guy again. You don't even realize how it's like for guys like me <laughs> who never get any fucking pussy. I'm going to cut your leg off to teach you to appreciate getting pussy. Why don't girls go for nice guys like me? Saw. Anyway, what were you going to say? Paranormal activity. That's normies. Okay. The Exorcist? That's old head. Um. That's like a... No, there was a different like one. That we, oh, no, no, no. Head. Old head, I think, was... Evil Dead. No. Fuck. Why are we relegating these? To, well, I guess we don't have to relegate these to high schoolers. We had one that was old old horror fans. And I, it was either Evil Dead or... I mean, Hellraiser was one, of course. Maybe Exorcist is more... Uh, uh, swag is for boys, classes for men kind of guy. Maybe. What about Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Oh, Redneck. <laughs> uh, Leprechaun? That one, to me... Uh, Southie Irish. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, that so one I... to you is... what That probably fits more into the same thing as Child's Play. Yeah. Twisted, you know... That's kind of what I together. thought, too. Psycho? Psycho is... Uh, not incel. But uh, that's maybe young Republican. Okay. Resident Evil. Um. Meathead. <laughs> uh, g- gamer for sure. Yeah. Yeah, dumb gamer. Um. Phantasm. Oh, that's for uh, kids who did acid in ninth grade. <laughs> You know? <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's for, like, big-time trippers. Does Tremors count? Uh, I don't want to say redneck, but country for sure. What about Final Destination? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know either. I had a hard time with that one. I don't really see a big difference between that and, like, Paranormal Activity or Saw, you know? Extremely online. Like someone who's like watches like Live Leak or Fights on World Star, stuff like that. Yeah. All right. Last one, because there's a ton, but uh, scary. Oh, no, wait. Evil Dead. Metalhead. Hmm. That makes sense. Last one. Scary movie. Me. That's you to a T. That's me to a T. Oh no, we hit a boot. <laughs> Where's the foot? <laughs> funniest line of all time. Yeah. The funniest back and forth of all time. This is a funny guy. What was the scene where like he's like, I keep getting these pictures and it's him it's, it's him with the baby dick and he's like, This isn't funny. And it's like, don't worry, Ray's making them too. Ray's got a baby dick too. <laughs> I think when we start talking about jokes from scary movies. Time to end the episode. Time to keep going. Yeah. No, I, I think it's time to end the episode. I got to yeah. piss real bad. Oh, yeah. I had sleep paralysis the other night. Forgot to talk about that. You know what? That We'll save that for next week. Yeah. 
It's uh, this this podcast is gonna be really scary this whole month, so stay tuned. Yeah, this is the Halloween season. Yeah, let's keep it going. Halloween is every day in October, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. Halloween is every October thirty first. <laughs>